It's coming, it's coming, beware. The great mysterious All Halloween is coming. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Hear Me Holler. I'm your host, Allie, and today we will be talking about the death of Gloria Ramirez. I have no news to talk about today. Didn't really have a lot of time to prepare for this podcast episode um, because of a lot of schoolwork. I have a lot of exams that I'm having to do. So along with that, I've also been trying to continue my blog and edit everything for the uh, podcasts that I have recorded. Um, doing schoolwork and everything. It's very difficult um, to manage everything and get everything up on time. I've also decided to start back up my YouTube, which is probably a bad decision, but I'm doing it. So I'm also working on getting some people on. I've messaged some people, so I hope that they respond back. Let's get right on into this. So, Gloria Ramirez was a 31-year-old woman diagnosed with cervical cancer. On February 19, 1994, around 8.15 p.m., Gloria Ramirez arrived at the Riverside General Emergency Room, where it was found that Ramirez's heart was beating too fast for her body. The medical staff attempted to defibrillate but soon noticed that Ramirez's body was covered in an oily sheen and that her mouth was emanating a strange, fruity, garlicky smell. Um, I, when people say a strange, fruity, garlicky smell, I usually go to a diabetic type thing because um, people say that when somebody's in a diabetic coma, that they'll give their breath will smell fruity i don't know if that's just me who thinks that or heard that before Um, but a nurse named Susan Kane began draw, to draw blood from Ramirez, and upon doing so, Kane noticed that it had a chemical odor. Even stranger medical residents, resident Judy Gorzanski, I'm going to say her name is, noted that the blood-filled syringe also contained a strange mila-colored particles floating in the blood, and an observation also noted by a attending physician, Dr. Humberto Ocha? <laughs> I'm horrible at pronouncing names. 
Shortly after, Nurse Kane abruptly fainted. Kane stated that her face was burning and was escorted out on a gurney. This bizarre... This sparked a bizarre domino effect. Medical residents, resident Judy Gorjant Gorjansky complained of lightheadedness and also fainted. She shook and experienced apnea, a condition where a person stops breathing for a few seconds at a time. Directly after, the respiratory therapist Maureen, Maureen Welch, I believe her name is, also collapsed. She stated, I remember hearing someone scream, then I woke up and I couldn't control the movements of my limbs. In case you're keeping score, that is three people who have fainted. Other staff members reported feeling sick and the hospital declared an internal emergency. All other patients were evacuated into the parking lot. However, at 8.50 p.m., Ramirez was pronounced dead. The body was moved into an isolation room by two other staff members. Sally Balderas, a nurse who helped move the body, began vomiting and reporting a burning sensation like Susan Kane. Sally was hospitalized for 10 days and experiences apnea like Gorzhansky. Gorzhansky, however, was in the worst shape of all, saying in intensive care experiencing a mal- experiencing a bunch of issues, including as vascular, avascular necrosis, a condition where the bone tissue does not receive enough blood and begins to die. She's used crutches for months after hospitalization. All staff members had been affected by Ramirez's body, were treated in the parking lot, and their clothes were removed and put in bags in fear of toxic chemicals. In the end, Ramirez's body affected 23 of the 27 emergency room staff and five staff members were held in the hospital overnight. Around 11 p.m., about two hours after the incident, a hazardous materials team arrived in full hazmat suits. They searched the hospital for two toxic chemicals that could be responsible, however, no chemical was found. Six days later, an autopsy was performed by the Riverside (laughs) coroner's officer in an airtight suits in a newly configured airtight examining room. They took samples of blood, tissue, even air from the body bed. Nothing conclusive came from the autopsy. County officials declared her death the most baffling in local history. The mystery became a media frenzy. By the end, medical detectives from 10 different local, state, and federal forensic departments investigated the case. On April 20th, 1994, Gloria was finally buried in Riverside, California, a full two months after her death. The official cause of death was cardiac dysrhythmia, (laughs) horrible of pronouncing words today, caused by kidney failure due to her cervical cancer. With that, the case was officially closed. However, the cause of the puzzling illnesses at the emergency room examined 
remains a mystery. I can't talk today. I was tempted to just restart this entire thing, but I'm too far in. I'm not doing that. Getting right into the theories, the first theory comes from the California Department of Health and Human Services, who interviewed 34 emergency room staff members on duty that night. They concluded that the staff experienced a mass psychogenic illness or mass hysteria, which is defined as an illness with no identifiable environmental cause, despite the group having agreed on a set of experienced symptoms. They pointed out the absence of poison in Gloria's system and the fact that nobody on the ambulance on the way to the hospital had experienced any symptoms. Most mass psychogenic illness has an environmental trigger that sets off the experiencing of these symptoms. The California Department of Ide- <laughs> the California Department of Health identified the strange order as this trigger. However, Julie Gorzinski The medical resident most affected by the incident filed a lawsuit for $6 million against the coroner's office and the hospital and disapproved of this explanation. Maureen Welch, the respiratory therapist, also felt that she was not a victim of mass hysteria. The second theory comes from Livermore Lavatory, who had discovered abnormally large amounts of a compound called dimethyl sulfone in Gloria's autopsy samples. I believe I pronounced that correctly. To explain this, they theorized that Gloria used an inflammatory, anti-inflammatory gel called DMSA to cope with her cancer pains. The gel would account for the garlicky smell and the oily sheen, and interestingly enough, DMSA is one oxygen atom away from being the compound dimethyl sulfone, the mysterious compound found in access in Gloria's autopsy samples. The samples Livermore Lab performed a test combining DMSO with oxygen, much like the oxygen mass administered into Gloria that night, and the result of an oversaturation, and the result was an oversaturation of dimethyl sulfone to the point where white white crystals were formed, crystals that looked similar to the manila-colored particles seen in Gloria's blood by the medical staff that night. With that, they proved that the dimethyl sulfone could have appeared. But the reality is that the dimethyl sulfone is still harmless. However, the team theorized that if the dimethyl sulfone broke down, perhaps due to the electric shocks of the defibrillator, as people on the internet have suggested, and then combined with natural sulfate compounds in Gloria, it could form dimethyl sulfate which is a strong chemical that can, ca- can cause damage to the heart, liver, and kidneys. 
It can also cause paralysis, delirium, and convulsions, to name a few symptoms that are uncannily similar to those experienced by the medical staff that night. However, their theory that dimethyl sulfate was formed inside Gloria might have been highly scrutinized by other scientists as impossible. It's also worth noting that the Livermore lab did not run any tests to try to prove this theory or create a successful simulation. In fact, the head of the lab himself admits that it's merely a theory, saying, we never said this is what happened, just that people should look into it. Nonetheless, the coroner's office ran away with this theory and released a statement in November 1994 that this was the most likely cause. from the Ramirez family who believes that the emergency room incident and Gloria's death were due to the hazardous conditions already present in Riverside General Hospital. In fact, in 1991, three years before Gloria's death, two hospital employees were forced to receive medical treatment after a sterilizer may have leaked poisonous gas. In 1993, sewer gas was found in the emergency room. In an inspection, inspection, Gloria's sister, Maggie, stated this, I honestly believe my sister may have lived if she hadn't gone to that emergency room that night. I don't know what the county is afraid of, but we want answers. There are three state. There are three strange occurrences to support this theory and may suggest a possible cover-up by the county. The first is after the initial autopsy, Riverside County Deputy Coroner Dan Capito said that Gloria did not die from natural causes, but after the county revealed their official autopsy conclusions, Capito flip-flopped, claiming Ramirez did in fact die from natural causes. The second strange occurrence is that the initial investigator from the coroner's office, Stephanie Albright, a woman considered a top investigator, had committed suicide one month into the investigation. Deputy Coroner Capito said that due to the case, Albright may have been under pressure. The third and perhaps most peculiar Occurrence was the fact that the syringe used to take Ramirez's blood was accidentally tossed out, an oversight that is especially curious when you consider the fact that the hospital even took time to put staff members' clothes in bags in the parking lot that night. However, Tom DeSantis The Riverside County spokesman claimed that the vents in the emergency room were checked by an independent inspector after Gloria's death and nothing unusual or harmful was found that night. Yet the Ramirez family maintained that something was being covered up and filed a malpractice and wrongful death suit against Riverside County. 
The fourth theory is from the internet where many believe that the emergency room incident is a strong case for Gloria Ramirez being a victim of alien abduction. I don't know about you. But what? I feel like in every single thing that has to do with something mysterious, it's just like, oh, aliens. Um, UFO enthusiasts cite her unusual reaction with the emergency room staff as evidence as an extra, extra <laughs> terrestrial meddling. I don't know. It's it's weird. If you think about it, it's just really weird. Like, why, though? Like, why? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Every single thing has to involve a UFO. That's all I have on that fourth theory. Like, there's two sentences about it. Which really just shows you it's, it's nothing to believe. After all these years of the mystery behind the strange occurrence in the Riverside General Hospital endures the test of time was it a case of mass hysteria was this improbable chemical reaction gone wrong or perhaps was it a cover-up of poor hospital conditions regardless no theory has been definitely proven in this case of gloria ramirez's death However, I hope that eventually something does come out proving one way or the other. I hope you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> if you did, um, I'm sorry this one's a little bit shorter than the others. Uh, this wasn't a very long case. I really don't have anything to say about it. Besides, I think that um, very well that this chemical reaction i think it's a mixture of all of them this chemical reaction could have happened um and there could have been some mass hysteria in it and then they did some things wrong and she could have lived in the end but she didn't and they covered it up um either way there is a cover-up there's no way that she died of natural causes and if she did then uh, you can't say this is why uh that reasoning that they gave is not <laughs> i don't believe that that's her actual cause of death especially because of uh the um riverside county deputy coroner uh, Dan Capito came out and said that she didn't die of natural causes and then as soon as the autopsy conclusions came out he was like oh no 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 she did yeah she died of natural causes there's a cover up there um yeah leave your comments down below or go and yeah <laughs> tell me what you think tell me if you think which theory you're leaning more towards or if you believe what I believe that it's a mixture of all I am now starting to upload this on YouTube so if you're seeing this on YouTube please leave a comment down below if you're seeing it on Spotify go and check it out on my YouTube um, and yeah I will see you guys in the next episode peace